Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Inside Club Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to this week's episode of Encyclocomica, the show where we do a deep dive on the super guys and gals and uh, uh, clocks missing the number six. Huh. And uh, doing a deep dive on all those, um, those, those other anthropomorphic bricks, but the ones that speak in accents that aren't from the country that they sound like they're from. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, also, I feel like I should just keep going until I, like, I hit with one. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, I was going to ask about, you know, how good you are at telling time on a regular clock. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, I think. Nice. Well, Even without the numbers. Like, if it was missing the six, would that throw you off at all? I don't, hey, you know what? I don't think so. I think if I looked at a, a blank circle with just, yeah. like, a minute and an hour and a second hand, I'd still know what time it is. If... I put it this way. I'd be within five minutes. So like a sure, sundial. Sure. Yes. You would know. <laughs> Why? I'm going to get a sundial. Are you? Yeah. I'll you won't. One. I'll fucking order one right now. You won't. Yeah, you can put it in the backyard. Yeah, where the sun is. <clears throat> yeah. And I'd be like, what time is it? I'd be like, hold on. I'll go all the way downstairs into my yard. And be like, it's roughly <laughs> Ta- 2.30. Time to water the grass. <laughs> yeah. There was a new voice there. Oh, yeah. So this week we are, it's, I mean, it's the usual four. Which would be me, which is Matt, better Matt, Cat, and Fro. Where am I on the clock? On the clock? Yeah. I don't know, four? <laughs> nice. You look like a four. Thanks. I don't know. I'll, oh. I'll determine later on what that means. He's a strong four. <laughs> That's a, I mean, a strong four is good. I guess so. It's earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, but the new voice you hear is actually, uh, fr- uh, fr- actually, what am I doing? There's someone else who should be doing this introduction, not me. Uh, Fro, would you like to introduce the other voice? No, but we can have Better Matt introduce the voice. Why? Uh, fine, fine. The other voice, voice number five, five o'clock, is my wife. That's why I wanted you to do it. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew that. I didn't want to fucking commit to your bit of my bit. Fro's wife's here. <laughs> I have a name. It's Lindley. That's true. No, you are my wife, and that is it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, according to the audience of this show, in most other shows on Bigfoot Network, you are froze my wife. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, Lindley, what's up? How are you? I'm all right. You doing good? Yeah, I got a bit of a little nervous here, so my accent's going to come out a little southern. That's fine. People who listen in the South will identify with it and be like, hey, they're like me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> charming. Except, Fro, yeah. what do you think about people from the South, Fro? I mean, they're fine. I have no issue with that. Anybody else from the South? What, um, here's a question for the audience. I mean, not the audience, everyone. At what point in the country do you consider to be the South? I feel like, Lindley, you might have like an actual answer for this, being from the South. Um, it depends on which side of the country you're on. <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't know so. these things. All right. We'll, we'll say East Coast. When is it, when are you considered South? Um, mm. You're getting into geography here, and <laughs> I'll say that's not my strong point in the South. Bro, Virginia. 
You think Virginia is the South? I mean, that's real talk, Virginia, so but close. It's, so yeah, close. It's next to I Washington. feel like anything below what? Maryland is right. the South. Right. Below Maryland is the South. Yeah. Yep. That's how I see yeah. it. Like starting at Virginia. That's Hold on. Yeah. The I heard a uh, very arrogant yes from Better Matt as if he <laughs> is privy to some information that we aren't. Yeah, it's called the Mason-Dixon line, guys. This, this isn't like, you know, contested information. Pennsylvania, below Pennsylvania is the Mason-Dixon line. You get Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia, so on and so forth. Absolutely the South. Maryland no one, is considered the South? Absolutely. Is it really? All day long. Oh, I didn't Del- know that. Delaware, interestingly enough... Is just as south as Maryland, but Delaware is more New Jersey than it is anything else. So, New Jersey, dude. Oh. That's weird, huh? I would never have considered Maryland the south. Neither would I. I would consider it to be honestly as neutral as possible. Yes, <laughs> Maryland is pretty much Switzerland because uh, it's because it's like DC. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. DC is yeah. like a little its own little island in the middle, but. Virginia is definitely the South, and mm-hmm. half of Maryland is s- south of Virginia. Word. You know what? Word. Who gives a shit about the South? I don't know. I just wanted to get the <laughs> the, the attention off of my fight. my terrible uh, things we talk about. I mean, we're not. I mean, <laughs> this, we're not doing geography, man. Today. Not today. Oh yes, we are. We're we doing are. that now. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> who, who submitted geography, man? On the. The you got listener. Geography Man or Four O'Clock Man. You can take your pick. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't even try to get me to do geography. Uh, I mean, they're, I don't know the fuck I'm going to do Four O'Clock Man either. Fro's panicking over here. <laughs> uh, uh, it's AM somewhere. Jesus Christ. I'm going to, you know what? Fro's back. I can just mute him right at the board. No, don't mute me. There we go. Uh,. No, so so uh, so cat. Uh, sorry, Lindley. Oh boy, start over. Yeah, Lindley will be here. Uh, she's here this week, and you're here next week, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but this week, what are we talking about? Better, Matt. The unbeatable Squirrel Girl. But I could beat her. I, I, I throw even if she had no powers at all. I don't think you could. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so the unbeatable Squirrel Girl is a character, according to me. That uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know existed, but she's been around longer than you think, right? Yeah, yeah, she's been around for quite some time. That's what blew my mind about this whole thing. So, yeah, I thought you think she, she was, was like new? brand new. I, I thought she, yeah, because she just she had this like surge of popularity, and I was like, who's this new character? And you like you do a little research, you're like, this character isn't new at all. Nope. Um, nope. She so first appearance Marvel superheroes number eight from. 1991. Wow. That's so long ago. It was Nir- Yeah, Nirvana was big at that time, right? That <laughs> <laughs> was right around. So it's. It, yeah, it I think we quarterly. were in like first grade. <laughs> it was a quarterly book. Uh, so it came out winter of 91, and Nevermind came out in September of 91. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, and she was created by Steve Ditko. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who, you know, did the question and. All kinds of all kinds of stuff. So Steve Ditko and then writer Will Murray. Will Murray, not Bill Murray. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know that Bill Murray would have come up with somebody better than Squirrel Girl. Oh, Squirrel Girl is unbeatable. Okay, unbeatable. we get it. Lean into that a little bit more. Here's a question. So, yeah, was she always the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, or is that part of her newer popularity? So she wasn't 
um, when she came, because she was part of the Great Lakes Avengers, right? And like the Great Lakes Avengers was kind of like the jokey team. Um, you know, it's it's not it, it's it's more of a comedy book than anything else. It's almost like Marvel's answer to the Justice League Europe and Justice League International that was going on, where they were kind of goofy and it wasn't super serious, but they were. It was even more ridiculous. And Great Lakes is like Flatman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't, that's all I know. The big, like the huge lady. I don't know her name. Uh, Bertha. Big Bertha. Big yeah. Bertha. Uh, yeah, Mister Immortal, who is a guy who just couldn't die, so they he, he'd k- killed all the time and just come back. Doorman's on that team, right? Yeah, Doorman. Doorman is fucking cool. I should have done Doorman this season. I'm gonna do it next <laughs> next season. Granted, there is a next season, right? We could all uh, be. Uh, we could all separately hit the lottery. You think that you if you stop? hit the lottery, you wouldn't do this anymore? No, you're right. I probably would. I'd be like, uh, everyone you'd, would have immaculate setups. You would do this, <laughs> this full time if yeah. you yeah. hit the you'd lottery. You'd have all the time in the world. I know. Yeah. You'd probably have like five more podcasts. Oh, you know what? You're right. I was actually thinking about doing another <laughs> one the other day. Actually, I have one in production, <laughs> and I think I'm going to do an- another one by myself. I can't wait till people are sick of you. No one's sick of me. Everyone loves everything I do. Yeah. Debatable. Everybody loves it. Debatable. I, I think we're going to start doing is just calling you on the phone and talking to you on the phone for like an hour a week and see how that goes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't catch up. It's funny for the amount of podcasts I do. I don't talk to anyone on the phone anymore. Who does though? I don't know. Some people nowadays, probably some people. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Uh, Squirrel girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Fro, she's unbeatable. Okay. So you know. Sure. You keep leaning into it. I need it to be proven. I'm going to prove it. I promise. Okay. Uh, so, as you mentioned, Marvel Superheroes, number eight, it was like a quarterly book uh, created by Steve Ditko, s- scripted by writer Will Murray. She originally had a, a squirrel sidekick named Monkey Joe. Oh, what? <laughs> and <laughs> Monkey Joe was killed by Leather Boy. Killed? killed. Boy. Yeah. And it was very sad. And now her squirrel sidekick is Tippy Toe. Tippy Toe. That's yep. so cute. Tippy I toe. love Tippy Toe. Tippy Toe's very cute. <laughs> little little uh, bow on his neck, right? Yeah, little bow. Um, so oh. Squirrel Girl has the powers of both Squirrel and Girl, as is implied in her name. Uh, different than Spider-Man, who has the strength and proportional speed of a spider. Squirrel Girl has the powers of Squirrel and Girl. Uh, her real name is Doreen Green. She's currently a computer science student. and Oh, she- yeah, like what specifically, though? I think she's a computer science major. I forget what the university is. Something in the Marvel universe. Is that like the liberal arts of uh, computers? Computer science is like a very broad term. I, but, arts, the, right? but the degree is in computer science. Um, right. It's just, I don't, I, I don't know. Once again, we're getting off topic. <laughs> we get way <laughs> off topic. We'll talk about different computer science. Um, and so, yeah, she can, uh, can and has beaten everyone in the entire Marvel universe. Everyone. Yep. Uh, Captain America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. right now. Taskmaster? Um, right no. Now. <laughs> no fucking way. She beating Taskmaster. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. These are great characters. We should really. We're definitely going to have a season three. <laughs> right now, I'm holding in my hand the uh, original Squirrel Girl graphic novel uh, called Squirrel Girl Beats Up the Marvel Universe. So it, that must have came out. Was before Deadpool killed the Marvel Universe, were this there ever these, these books after that? that? Yeah. This is like a, a kind of parody on Dead Kill, Deadpool Kills the Dead Marvel Dead Kill? <laughs> <laughs> I Have I ever heard of a name <laughs> of someone who shot that Hot Topic exclusively? 
<laughs> it's definitely dead kill. Dead kill. Uh, let's write a book called Dead Kill. I mean, yeah, it's just going to be his adventures going to Hot Topic. <laughs> Hell yeah. And awesome. sometimes Spencer's gifts. Right. If, yeah. if, if Hot Topic doesn't have the uh, the mushroom blacklight poster that he wants, <laughs> yeah. he'll go to uh, he'll go to Spencer well, Gifts. That and the black and white striped dildo. <laughs> Yikes. It's very specific, bro. Well, I mean, black and white is like, you know, that kind of panic at the disco kind of new metal-y kind of thing. Panic at the Disco's not new metal. You know what the fuck yeah, I mean. Not at all. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I mean. He's like, you know, it's like like checkerboard, like those ska bands, right? Is that what you're trying <laughs> to say? And I associate more of like a burgundy or a maroon with Panic at the Disco. Right. All right, personally. fine. I was I was wrong. It's four o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> Bro, there's a clear, every, even a broken clock is right twice a day joke right there. Yeah. You fucked it up. Well... You know, why aren't you fucking four o'clock man? Because I have to take the, the sh- mantle. Be I, four o'clock man too. No, I have to produce the show. <laughs> you know, when the superhero dies, they just become the second one, like Street Justice. Yeah, Night Owl too. <laughs> no, anyway, oh God, <laughs> Street Justice. Uh, look, guys, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl is incredible. The book that most people are familiar with are the Ryan North is the Ryan North Erica Henderson run and. Uh, for like the last year, someone took over for Erica Henderson, and then I'm st- I stupidly did not write down who it was, but I will double check while we're talking. Erica Henderson is no longer doing Squirrel Girl, huh? Well, I mean, now the book is is done, but for the last oh, year, oh, so it looks like she was beaten by uh, <laughs> sales, huh? She you was beaten do by demand. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, but she, um, excuse me, you just. Fro, damn you. Uh, yeah, so the the book is done now, um, but she like is still part of the the Marvel Rising kind of books that they do, and there was that cartoon, the Marvel Rising cartoon. Have you guys ever seen that? Uh, I know of it. Uh, actually, it, it, that is so fucking weird that you just said that, because I'm famously a year behind in comics. Yeah. I'm on the week with Marvel Rising number one. Ah, so, there you go. So yeah, go on part of that's kind of their it's it's connected to the cartoon and it's their like little kids young kids um even kids that climb on trees yeah <laughs> and so it has yeah spider gwen and on the team uh and miss marvel is on that team as well and i think nova the young nova was on that as well right is that- sam he still doesn't have his powers i'm assuming I don't know. Beats me. I think uh, Marvel Rising is uh, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Quake. Um, Quake? Yeah. Isn't Quake like an old woman? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was in the past, but not anymore. Um, ugh, I'm looking at the fucking cover of one of the books, and I don't know who the other people are. Let me see. Like, one of them is like a Captain oh, America looking uh, dude. It's Dead Kill. Dead? Oh, shit. <laughs> dead Kill. Damn. Big, big dead kill fan. <laughs> Huge <laughs> raver pants. What pants? Raver. Oh. That's not what I thought you said. <laughs> Listen, they don't sell those at Hot Topic. <laughs> you got to get those at the, the back of some guy's trunk. Uh, anyway, uh, the keep car- going with the Squirrel cartoon, Girl. The cartoon Marvel Rising is, yeah, is Miss America. And, and also it looks like, uh, what's that dog's name? Ah, oh, shit. The teleporting dog from the... Uh, uh, Lockjaw? Lockjaw, yeah, thank you. Love Lockjaw. I guess I'm writing these things down for you. Next if season. you loved him so much, why didn't you name him the first time? Name who? 
Lockjaw. <laughs> Who, me? I was yeah. coughing. I mean, I, I love him, but I'm, you know. No, Better Matt's like, oh, that teleporting dog. And I was like, yeah, Lockjaw. He goes, I love Lockjaw. Well, if you did, you would have fucking named him. You don't love him. <laughs> okay, you got me. I don't really love him. I don't, I don't give a shit about Lockjaw, to be honest. I don't care if he lives or dies. Go. Jeez. That's so, a hot take. Listen, animal cruelty is a felony now, my friend. Uh, so the reason why I was really excited to do Squirrel Girl, and I think that uh, this character is worth knowing your time, is this is a perfect example of why power level in a character does not matter. It is about the story that is being told and what is happening in the book. So this is a character that has literally defeated Galactus, that her in the book, in the, in the Ryan North Erica Henderson book, the villain that shows most often is Doctor Doom, and she always wins. And she only has the just the strength of a squirrel, and she has a tail, and she can talk to squirrels. Like those are her only abilities. But she is able to, you know, in the Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. She defeats the Hulk. She defeats everyone because he let her. No. <laughs> so she defeats Thanos too, doesn't she? Squirrel Girl is unbeatable. Yeah, everyone. And and it's and so the the story becomes like okay, how does a character that only has this this limited <laughs> ability set, you know, defeat these you know, cosmically powered things or you know, the, uh and the book is mostly a comedy, right? It's it's very funny. It was probably one of the funniest books Marvel put out in a long time. And uh, you know, there's a character named Brain Drain who's like a, a brain in a jar. Yeah. There's a character named Koi Boy who is, has the powers of Koi and Boy. Right? Like a Koi fish? Yeah, like a Koi fish. <laughs> <laughs> None of this uh, is canon, though, right? It's all canon. It's all canon. It's all in there. Um, Spider-Man shows up, and Spider-Man's always sad. It's so funny. Uh, the book is hilarious, you guys. I know and, Craven's heavily featured. Right? Yes, Craven gets... Um, redeemed and like becomes her friend and saves her on multiple occasions like comes and helps her out um and you know craven still hates spider-man of course but craven is such a good part of this book oh my gosh i feel like i'm not doing this justice Uh, yeah i mean it still doesn't seem like it's worth uh (laughs) i'm looking at koi boy's outfit and it's like if aquaman was a magician (laughs) (laughs) that sucks aquaman and zatanna (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's a great way to describe Koi <laughs> So, I mean, to your point of you feel like you're not doing it justice, it's it's a comedic book, right? I mean, for the most part it's it's a comedic book. Right, right. So there are there are stakes and you know, you're like, Oh gosh, how is Squirrel Girl gonna get out of this one? And then she does. Uh, but it's always done kinda tongue in cheek and it's funny. Like the, when she beats Galactus, she ends up on this planet that is just trees and so she's eating nuts with galactus while galactus is eating the planet and they're like best pals now right like that that's how she wins by just um, becoming friends with them yeah they become pals and like, so she doesn't like, beat them this? though i mean how do you beat galactus that's the only way anyone's beaten galactus like just you know send him away or trick him or, he's a cosmic force more than he is a person right um, she doesn't punch him in the face, and it's like, all right, you go away. Like she, she defeats him. I mean, nowhere was a cosmic force as well, and uh, I guess somebody beat him. That he's now just a disembodied head. 
That's true. Poor nowhere. Uh, Galactus has a name too. Steve. I don't think it's Steve. <laughs> Steve Boy, Tuss. I wish it was Steve. Um. So somebody said it was Canon. Oh yeah. A Galan of Ta. Yeah, Galen of Ta. Huh. Interesting. Ah. Um. See. So yeah. So when there was uh, the War of the Realms crossover, for example. She, her book crossed over into the War of the Realms books. And I'm just about to start that. Oh, it's really, really good. Is um, it? Oh, okay. I, didn't, I never heard anything about the War of the Realms, so I was like a little kind of like, uh, great, I got to read through this. I didn't hear anything about it, so I'm assuming it's probably not the greatest, but okay. Yeah, it's part of the, um, uh, it's part of Jason Aaron's Thor run, which is mostly really, really great, and um I'm just terrible with names right now, so I'm forgetting the name of the artist, but this, the artist is like one of the best working in Marvel right now. His name completely escapes me. But it's really good. And so, you know, she's a major part of that in her book. And she is part of the team that handles the trolls that are in Canada. The trolls uh, in Canada. The trolls in Canada up in the, the Great White North. Puck. Puck on message boards. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want to see... Message board puck. Puck of fortune. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, um, I don't I'm I'm just having a hard time wrapping my brain around that squirrel girls canon. Cause like does that affect anything? Like I think that's part of the tongue in cheek joke about the whole thing. Is that it is canon, but it's not like Oh, here's a huge problem. Well, just get Squirrel Girl to fix it. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You're, Matt, you, I think you nailed it. Like, you know, I think it's when the book was being published, I think the idea was that it's, you know, in the real world, you have really intense, serious things happening. And then you also have like kind of silly things happening and they could all be happening in the same world. Then I think that that's the idea behind Squirrel Girl. And she's mostly focused on, you know, going to school and hanging out with her friends. Uh, Does she have a boyfriend? Also, uh, you know, there's there's a love interest there. The chipmunk. Chipmunk hunk. Chipmunk hunk. <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> Is that his name? The chipmunk hunk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish that I was that clever to make that one up. Um, Does she branch out of the comedy world? Does she branch out? No, no, it wasn't. No, cat wasn't doing a pun. Get out of here. The book has stakes, right? Um, but it's always, it's always funny. The book is never not funny, but there are legitimate stakes and you're like, Oh, how's she going to get out of this one? And you know, the, the big last storyline had all of her enemies that she fought throughout. Yeah. But is 50 it issues? Is it rare? The stakes? No, I mean, she always will fight a major <laughs> villain and it's always like, Oh, how is she going to defeat this major villain? Right. So, but it's, then, uh, so it's a well done story. It's really, really well done. One of the things that the writer Ryan North does throughout the book to keep it funny, even when stuff gets heavy, is he does this fourth wall thing where at the end of every page, at the bottom of the page, there's a little note from him to the reader. Um, and it's always just like a joke or a pun or some some silly thing about that page. Uh, and so it's like, know, it's like a it's like a like a seer. Like on the outside, yeah, yeah, and it's it's honestly, you know, the we mentioned that 
Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe is kind of a, a parody on Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. It's it it acts in a similar way as Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience. This it's a little it's a little line at the end of every page that's talking directly to the audience. This is like, oh hey, this is how funny is this or how ridiculous is this? And, Does she ever like take like any like significant damage? Like is she ever like black and blue? Uh, I don't. Yeah, you know what she does. When you know, in some of the the Doctor Doom fights, things get tough, and you know, in one in the Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. It's actually there's like a copy of her, um, and she gets sent to the moon by the copy of herself. Huh. Interesting. Uh. Uh, so, another another thing that the book does as like a wink and a nod to the audience is she uh she has trading cards for every villain in the Marvel universe and they're called like dead Deadpool cards and so wait she has yeah, trading she cards has that are a, called Deadpool cards yeah huh. and so every so it's like the the old Marvel universe trading cards that we had when we were a kid it has you know the villain what they're known for, um, and what their abilities are, and then a little comment from Deadpool about them. And uh-huh. so every time she meets a new character or fights a new villain or something, the the Deadpool card will show up, and there's a little joke from Deadpool. Uh, so Craven the Hunter, his specifically says, uh, Russian nobleman really into hunting big game, says he's the best hunter, and yeah, he's really good, actually. Are hunts, there, are, <laughs> hunts are, are, Spider-Man. Right, so, but are the, like, so hunting big game, is that, like, part of the stakes? Uh, I mean, that's what Craven does. Craven hunts big games. I don't know what you So, mean. like, okay, so, like, big game stakes. Okay, you got it. Yep, nailed it. Matt, I've uh. been, I've been, I've been peppering in steak jokes for the last six minutes. The entire time you've been talking about it, I've been. I'm a vegan, so. <laughs> you know your, what? Your, your steak jokes just go right over my head. It's been it's been a real fun time. He's throwing the rare. That's why I said it was well done. Yeah, rare, well done. And he's like, are this? Should she get black and blue? Yeah, she steaks? Get black and, and then blue. you said the steaks are tough. Yeah. You were playing right into it, and you didn't even know. It's been. <laughs> it's been a real hoot. A real sizzle of a time. Yeah, there you go. Why does he keep asking about the stakes? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how best to. I'm like trying to explain this in a way that will satisfy you, but it's not happening. I mean, the steak's pretty satisfying if it's cooked right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that I'm, was a good little anyway, rhyme, Matt. Uh, Deadpool says, "Call him Cravy. He loves it." Like Thanksgiving Cravy. Yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> um, hungry. Mm. Man, you're still not selling me on Squirrel Girl. I mean, no? what's the what's the so what? I get it. I get it. It's, so you say it's canon, cute. It's it's so isolated, and I just feel like. But it's not isolated, right? It's been part of major crossovers, right? So you, it, I've already said that that isn't true. Here's the thing, Fro. Wouldn't you like to read a book? set in the Marvel universe you know and love, starring Marvel characters all the time that you know and love that you see very frequently, that's also constantly hilarious. So I can I can give a uh let me let me speak to Fro. So you know how like when we watch wrestling, yeah. Right? And there'll be like wrestlers always like there's always like an incestuous way that wrestlers interact with people where it's like they're always dealing with the same like four or five wrestlers in a rotation, right? You never see this wrestler interact with that wrestler. Right, so Squirrel Girl would be a situation where it's, 
you know, you never see Doctor to see Doctor Doom, whose usual interactions are with like the Fantastic Four or these high level heroes interacting with Squirrel Girl, who's thought thought out to be low tier, but because he's interacting with Squirrel Girl, it's a totally different feel, but it's the same character. Yeah. So it's like watching, it's like watching uh, the Undertaker uh, wrestle against uh, like Bob Backlund. Fuck yeah, dude! I would kill for that. Right, but Bob Backlund? Oh no, not Bob. I was thinking Bob Holly. Either way, Bob I don't want to see Undertaker. Bob Backlund. But the point is, is, is it would be interesting because Undertaker will Undertaker will still remain to be Undertaker, but now he has to deal with Bob Holly, right? Which is like that's strange. Why are these two even fighting? But the story's interesting because it's. I suppose it just it just makes everything stupid. That's why, like I, so I read Squirrel Girl. Guys, but comics are stupid. Like, nah, dude, that's I take okay. my comics. You take it back. <laughs> so real oh, to bro, me, damn it. You'd asked you asked about Taskmaster. Squirrel Girl defeats Taskmaster and bullshit. See, I can't unbeatable get unbeatable Squirrel Girl Volume Two Number Fifteen. Yeah, but everybody beats Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah, no, not my Taskmaster. He's like the serious version of Squirrel Girl, except he's like he's like the always beatable Taskmaster. <laughs> I can't get behind that. Which I and I fucking love Taskmaster, and I am not pumped on his look in Black Widow. I think we went over this before on another show, but give me that skull face, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. I don't know. I just it's I I tried to get into Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I tried to get into Squirrel Girl, and it just it just it most of the times it just kind of hit flat. I get that it's trying to be like a slice of life thing in the Marvel universe, but I, I just think that like. I don't know. I just I'm no fun. I suppose I no, just can't. It seems get, I just can't. Really delightful that. to me. I think that's a great way to describe it. And Fro, if you don't, if you're not interested in reading a comedy book, right? Then yeah, then you're not gonna you're not gonna get a. No, but I I enjoy comedy books. Like something about the idea of Galactus becoming friends with Squirrel Girl is just stupid to me. Like I'll read, you know, Sinister Foes of Spider Man. That's a comedy book, and it's just these very low tier villains that you know are just stuck in this spider-man universe and like ah fuck we can't get ahead because spider-man beats the shit of us all the time let me ask you this if you if you were reading the superior foes of spider-man right it was like you said it's low tier borderline street level villains that are bumbling buffoons but if would you read a book where they successfully uh, rob something from you know uh castle doom or laveria or something like that yeah, but that, like, I would, but I would also depend on how it is. But if Doom is like, hey, what are you guys doing here? That's my favorite, that's my aged 75-year-old Brie cheese. I'm like, ah, it's fucking stupid. No, because Doom is always still Doom, right? Doom takes everything very seriously. He talks in his very Doom voice. And he just has to deal with, like, the wackiness of Squirrel Girl around him. And it drives him fucking nuts. Because he can't, he like he's the same as you, Fro. You're basically the Doctor Doom in this story. He's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm fucking Doom. Uh, get out of my goddamn face! And then, but he still like can't seem to defeat her. There was a there's a big time travel arc where she has to fight young Doom, and so when she meets old Doom, he's he knows her already and hates her already. It's so good, huh, Lindley? Yes. What do you think about Squirrel Girl? I love her. <laughs> I do. Pearl's been trapped um, her this whole time, and his so, wife was sitting here like, I'm going to fucking kill him. I mean, the thing is, Fro hates fun. That's true. It's not true at all. There you go. Are you kidding Anti-fun. me? Anti-fun. No, but if you 
let's get a little personal here, Fro. You were curmudgeon when I met you. And I was so happy you hated me. (laughs) And that was our relationship for two years. And then, much like Squirrel Girl, I got to your heart. Hmm. You've been bested by Squirrelinly. I am basically Squirrel Girl. Yeah. So I love her. I identify with her. And I think if you reread it that way, you'll see her differently. Bah. 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 (laughs) She's very good friends with Tony Stark. Uh, loves. Oh, loves is she a Tony. booze hound? <laughs> <laughs> she's a techie. She's a college student. Yeah, exactly. She's a techie. Oh, computer science. So broad. <laughs> I have is, a computer science like, degree. Is it like the English of the science world? Kind of. <laughs> There's so many things to it. I don't, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't want to get into the degree thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. it. I understand like why do. people like Squirrel Girl. I just can't get behind it. All right, wow. fine. Frodo doesn't like her. Great. I'm sure the book will uh, be a big failure from this this point moving forward. It will live and die based on Frodo's feelings. I don't know. I just want to see it. I would like to see Squirrel Girl outside of the the uh, Erica Henderson. Who's the writer? Ryan Q. North. Yeah, him. I want to see it out of that realm and just kind of put her put her in like. Are you going to fantasy book right now? We're not even at the point. We're not even there, Fro. I guess I'm uh, jumping ahead. I wasn't thinking fully fantasy book. But just in a real fucking, I don't You're know. You're jumping just... ahead because it's four o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, four o'clock hit. We should be at the fifth uh, segment already somewhere. Uh, yeah, so. Thanks, Kat. Uh, what um, yeah, what else it. has she uh, been in? So Marvel Rising is, is kind of the thing that she's known for now since the regular book is over. She, that's a cartoon as well. She's also was in the Great Lake Avengers when that was new, and then when they tried to revamp that recently, she was in that, but that, that didn't last as well. Um, so right now in the Marvel Universe, she's not really being utilized a ton. Uh, but I would say the Marvel Rising cartoon Fro is kind of a different... It's not as funny. It's just more like a kids-focused superhero show. Yeah. Maybe you like that a little bit better. I probably would. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, and uh, I like... Like all the characters on that Marvel Rising show are really great. Uh, does she fight but, anybody? I mean, she fights everybody. She's always. But does she fight, fight them, or does she just do stupid things to kind of <laughs> get them? Like, yeah, fine. Like, hey, you know, hey, look, it's a squirrel. I'm like, oh, look, a squirrel, and then she just walks away and is like, that's how I beat him. <laughs> her her villains aren't all dogs that are just like, oh, squirrel. Uh, she she does. <laughs> Like you, you, you can't trick Doctor Doom, right? She fights Doctor Doom. She fights him, but you know she has to use her wits and be clever to defeat him. It's not just like she can punch harder than Doctor Doom, right? That doesn't defeat Doctor Doom, right? Because if if but she's wittier than Doctor Doom, maybe not smarter, but wittier, right? She she's she because she approaches things from a different a different angle. She can defeat and has defeated. The angle of my dangle is inversely so, proportional to the heat of my meat. Am I right? You learn you learn that in computer science. So like like Doom has that fatal flaw where he thinks of himself as the absolute greatest of everything and and he's so cocky that he doesn't recognize flaws in his own plans, right? That's that's a Doom thing. He does it all the time. It's you know, Doom is a great villain for the Fantastic Four. He can equal all of those characters, but he's always 
Doom is always defeated by his own hubris. Uh, and, and that, that's kind of how she does it, right? She, she can figure out the, the ways to defeat a character or a villain in fun and clever ways. She's like Karnak. She's like Karnak. Oh my God. Karnak rules. That's another great character. Oh, Season so three, everybody. I got, Karnak. I have my four already picked out. Lockjaw, Taskmaster, uh, Karnak, and what was the other one? I don't think you had another one. Well, see, by the end of the episode. <laughs> Doorman. Doorman. That's what it is. Thank you, Fro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to write this down for next season. Yeah, write it down. You Do won't. You, did, did you read that Karnak book from a few years back? I read so, a little bit. So fucking good. Yeah, I think I did. It's really good. Oh, unbelievable. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I want Listen, it. listen. All right. We get it, Fro. <laughs> we don't need to keep going in this circle. I want to. Over and over I again. want to buy into everything he's saying. I just fucking hate every word you're saying. All right. Fine. So let's move on to the next. Uh, why, uh, any specific story recommendations? Honestly. Or just the, your book? The hardcover squirrel, the unbeatable squirrel girl beats up the Marvel Universe is a quick and easy read. And it, it gives you a good idea of what the book is like and, and what she's like. There, the actual run of Ryan Q. North's run on the book isn't super long. There's probably only 50 issues, so you know maybe less than 10 trades, I think. Um, and it's all really, really, really good and really funny. Um, and, you know, team-ups, like I said, she's, uh, she's in the Great Lake Avengers. Iron Man always shows up. Spider-Man shows up pretty regularly. Major villains, Doctor Doom, I would say is probably the biggest villain that she fights. But then there's also like um, there's like a, a rat version of Loki called Ratatascar or something. He's, he's <laughs> Ratatouille? Oh, Ratatasker. yeah. Thank you, Fro. Yeah. Uh, who is, you know, like um, a trickster rat god like Loki. Loki shows up. Her and Loki are good friends. So Loki always helps out uh, when it's needed. That's huh. great. They all, everyone shows up in her books. Uh, so what does that leave me? I'm going through. So we talked about first appearances. We talked about, how, as far as origin goes, she she just kind of is part squirrel, part girl. She's like regular parents. So it's not clear why she has these squirrel abilities, as far as I know. Uh, unless Lindley can correct me, but she just is. Uh, I think you might be right. Yeah, she just like happens to have a tail, and you know when she's is it an actual tail? Yeah, or is she it part of the costume. Act- yeah, real tail. So she is has she to considered keep it. a mutant? Uh, That's a good question. So, according to Marvel.fandom.com, it was determined that Doreen wasn't a mutant, although she believed so for a long time. Hmm. So maybe she's uh, an inhuman. Maybe she got her parents are Dorian, Dorian, and Maureen Green. Uh, who are just like regular old people and she has a big huge squirrel tail and she sticks it in her pants when she's in her secret identity like she's going to class and so it just looks like she's got a huge butt or a huge dump <laughs> big <laughs> old butt wouldn't you like that just a big soft ass answer <laughs> <soft> careful <laughs> no yes I don't know how to answer that one don't yeah. put me don't don't trap me too late. <laughs> Too late, dude. <laughs> Did uh, that fucking hairy ass crack? <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be kind of hairy, right? <clears throat> yeah. And um, let's see. I think that's so. Well, fantasy booking. Let's fantasy book. Well, other versions like there's no. So she there's a clone of her named Aline Green, and uh, who's villainous, but then she's redeemed, and they send her to another universe. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, not other versions. Um, other media. 
She's in the cartoon Marvel Rising. Yep, and that's kind of it. Kind of, kind of it. Yeah, I'm, I, I think they're gonna do something in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh yes, they will. Yeah, I think I heard something about that. It's whether it's like TV uh, aspect or I doubt she's gonna appear in the movies. Why not? Because awesome. she's definitely she's got TV show written all over. Yeah, no, I agree. But man, I'd be sick if she was in the movie. <laughs> I think she's in some, she's in some of the um, the Lego Marvel games too. I know that. Yeah, it's you know, there's, she's been she's made appearances like in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon and uh, the New Warriors comedy. Apparently, huh? That was uh, it was supposed to be on Freeform, but then. It can't, got canceled when they failed to find a provider. But yeah, she's in the Marvel Rising animated shorts and television specials, and it's pretty good. Was that New Warriors thing a uh, live action? A uh, live action half-hour comedy series based on the New Warriors developed by Marvel Television featuring Squirrel Girl, um, but never happened. Huh. Is that where the AT&T girl or whatever was cast as? Is that her power? AT&T girl, yeah. yeah. Lily? Mil- Milana Vaintrub. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a terrible last name. <laughs> She's from Uzbekistan. <laughs> Wait, the AT&T girl's from Uzbekistan? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I know there's like an online petition to get Barb from Stranger Things cast as Squirrel Girl. Oh, man. That's actually halfway decent. That's good casting. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, that's if, I was, good. if I was fantasy booking her, I mean... Honestly, if she she her whole thing is going up against major like villains, right? So I want to see her up against the Joker. <laughs> Joker here, yeah, that would be so good. And actually. I want I, I want Joker to be Joker. I want to be I want the Joker to be as jerky as possible. Uh, no, but right. like I, I just his like hyper violent ways about him, and just see how they spin that into a Squirrel Girl level of storytelling yeah because she rarely because he's so just chaos murder um it would be so outside of her like you can't reason or, or anything with the joker right where you're like well you're just saying she befriended galactus i right yeah, you can't befriend the joker you might think you did <laughs> but he's probably gonna kill you she gets yeah. trapped in a harley quinn type of abusive relationship yeah that'd be a cool story <laughs> that'd be a cool i could change him yeah <laughs> Uh, if I was the fantasy book Squirrel Girl, uh, she would get the shit kicked out of her by, uh, uh, let's say, fucking Daredevil beats the shit out of her. Yeah, well, she defeats Daredevil and Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel <laughs> Universe, oh, so fucking, I think you're fuck having that a book. time. Fuck <laughs> that book. Uh, I say Bane kicks the shit out of her then, because he's not in that book, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, G- uh, Gypsy Bane, uh, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> You think you know squirrels? I was raised by squirrels. <laughs> and he just goes, the uh, squirrels are my allies. Hey, you know, I just realized when you when you do a a Bane impression, you got you got to throw a little Sean Connery in there. Yeah, for sure. That really yeah, yeah. rounds yeah. it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's too bad, Batman. <laughs> Squirrel Girl has a big soft ass. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see her get the shit beaten out of her. Uh, yeah, keep so saying the phrase. Yeah, I want, I want to see her, her to get, get the, the shit kicked out, out of her. I just uh, want to see this young girl, black and blue, all beat on the side of the road. Seared and fucking well done. The court steak rubbed all over. 
I, don't know, I just want to see. I just want to see a real Squirrel Girl story, and then maybe I'll get behind it more. I don't know what else to say. This whole are they, episode are the, the other books imaginary? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Better Fuck not Squirrel make Girl. them all up. They're all imaginary stories. Yeah. Whatever. Nonetheless. Um, I'm going to fantasy book her with Rocket J. Squirrel, a.k.a. Rocky of Rocky and Bullwinkle. I think that would be really cute to see. <laughs> She's going to fly around and make jokes and eat snacks. I want to also <laughs> add the squirrel from The Simpsons in there. It's not a real character, <laughs> but have you ever seen a, squir- a squirrel drawn on The Simpsons? They're yeah, so it's fucking so funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up for you. What about you, Lindley? How would you fantasy book Squirrel Girl? I think she's perfect as she is. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she's been up against so many that she I really struggle Marvel with that. Um, I'm more of who can I team her up with? Well, yeah, that's so. Yeah. It's honestly like, and this is going to be very telling of me, but I want her to team up with Gen X, the new one, mm. the 2017 2018, because they are the unteamable non-combative like they're the ones that you can't make into the x-men oh okay now they're the ones that basically they're the we can't do anything with you team so (laughs) she comes along she's low level she's like hey i can show you how this works i'll be the binding force i like the good feels (laughs) and that has good feels all over it why did you marry fro because I feel good, baby. Oh, come on. Physically, I feel good. Wrong. <laughs> Not meant. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. 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 Yeah, habitual. <laughs> habitual wrong. Um, <laughs> but even Fro is right twice a day, right? Yeah, maybe. Actually, I'm probably pretty wrong more often than two times today. But, uh, okay, yeah. So, so to wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Uh, I I would say for my fantasy book. I like the Joker one. That's a really good one. Something Thank like you. a dark side on the DC universe. Um, she's she's met everyone in Marvel, so DC is kind of where I'm left with. But everyone, I mean, she beats up the whole Marvel universe, right? Uh, obviously, <laughs> she hasn't met everyone, right? There's probably some random character that I haven't thought of. Like I don't think the Generation X. I think is a good example. I don't think they're in this. Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. Her and the orb. Oh, the my orb. God. I I just thought of another fantasy book. But go ahead, Matt. E- Ego, the Living Planet. Uh, <laughs> I think that the, my kind of last words on the character, um, she, her catchphrase is, eat nuts, kick butts. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so awesome. And uh, so the first few issues of the, of the book were really popular, so they went to second printings. And... The, each each issue got uh, her saying one of the four words in her eat nuts, kick butts uh, catchphrase, right? So one issue, the cover just said eat in big letters, the other nuts, so on and so forth. And uh, so I, there was a local comic shop where they had padded out in the window, eat, eat nuts and kick butts. And so, you know, went in and swapped nuts and butts around. So if you eat butts, you kick nuts. And that's all I got to say about the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Probably. Um, <laughs> my other fantasy booking, which makes... So, how about this? How about Squirrel Girl versus Batman? 
And the mm. reason why I say that is because Batman has a contingency for everything. That's he's pretty much the unbeatable Batman. Yeah. Mm. Which is right. so like how does that resolve? He breaks his back. <laughs> Even that didn't stop him before. It's true. That's so like that's kind of what the the current death metal Batman book is about. There's a a Batman from another universe that's also a Joker. Sick. And, and so it's like how do you beat a Batman? You can't beat a Batman. How do you beat a Batman that's also a Joker? Not even Batman can beat a Batman that's also a Joker. Wild. Is Death Metal good? Uh, it's okay. Depends on which Batman. It's okay. It is. Yeah. It's just it's, okay. Uh, it's kind of it's wild. It is it, wild. Yeah, the, it's so wild. Dark Knight's Metal is really good, but the new yeah. Death Metal is I don't like it as much. But we're only like two two issues in, so. All right. Okay, well, I guess that kind of wraps it up here. So uh, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. There you can support all the shows on Make Fun Network, Top 5 of Death, This Rules, This Sucks, uh, this show itself, uh, and also Roll for Damage and Sleep with the Light On and Over Under Fair. All shows brought to you by Make Fun Network. Cat. Yep. I think you were going to go take a drink or something, then I was like, ah, no, you say stuff now. (laughs) Uh, Where can people find you? Uh, I can be found at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and over at Wasted-Minds.com. Um, so this is episode 13. We're recording the whole season, so this won't be out for a while. Um, Con- uh, Conquest is still going on, right? Yeah. we uh, Our episodes have been a little bit spotty during quarantine, um, but we've, we've released a few, so there's definitely some new ones to check out. Um, we're trying to get into a better rhythm. Gotcha. To do it remotely. Gotcha. Use clean feed. Um, Fro? Huh. Commercial. Where Where are you? Uh, well, a few months ago, you could find me on an episode of uh, Grown Ass Gamers. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. A show that I do and I forgot about. <laughs> yeah, retroactively, go listen to that episode uh, as I attempt to be not me. <laughs> and, and Matt was the blue guy. Yeah, but I had a good joke. What was it? I don't remember. It was so, so many months ago. Oh, shit. I forgot to talk about my mic check. You didn't. So save it. <laughs> no, I'm going to save it for next week. Uh, but yeah, so find me retroactively on ga- uh, Grown Ass Gamers, uh, that podcast that's on the Make Fun Network. And um, I don't know. Go on the Make Fun Network and make fun of me or tell me that I did something stupid. And uh, I will uh, usually get aggressive and uh, tell you to go fuck yourself. So Cool. Uh, Lindley. Yes. Uh where can people find you <laughs> if you oh. want to be found? <laughs> or well. or you could just, uh, I don't know, say something nice. It's up to you. Well, I was on a episode of Top 5, maybe two. I don't know which ones or where they are, but they're out there. Um, I also can't remember what they were. You were on them. I was, and people liked how much I made fun of Fro, which will continue. Right. So <laughs> you can go on the Make Fun Network whatever and tell matt and fro how much you like me more than fro yeah you can tell me that i'll (laughs) back it up what (laughs) what 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 all right well that does it for this week thanks again for listening wait did you ask better matt where you could find him oh yeah better matt tell us about your blue no it's okay we don't have to you could continue (laughs) the path that you were going and not well you're the one who stopped me and asked me about better matt i was just i was just reassuring that you didn't okay better matt (laughs) please hey guys Hi. Uh, so I have a blog that I'm writing about comic books and Superman, the dot com, and I'm here on the Make Fun Network. 
on top five and so on and so forth. All right. So now we'll wrap up. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out next week and eat shit. Bye. <laughs>